Welcome to Destiny Moments with Angel Murchison. Today on the broadcast, I have Joanne Gray from Charleston, Maine. Thank you for joining me today, Joanne. It's a pleasure. Well, Joanne, we're going to talk today about identity and value. Tell me what that means to you. Identity and value. Let me just tell you a little bit of my story. I grew up in church, um, and I tried to do all the right things. Um, and I was a firstborn, so I'm very, very responsible. Uh, but when I was in my 40s, I basically had a burnout. And as a firstborn, I was still showing up for work, but inside I was very, very empty. And some of my talents or some of my giftings is learning. So I've been a learner all my life. And I love studying and, you know, I love being a student. But a couple weeks, um, before this particular incident, God had said, I don't want you studying anything. I'm like, what? That's like not breathing to a lot of people. But I knew what he was trying to do. He's trying to separate me from the things that I was depending on. Um, and I was in church and my pastor's very, very good preacher. And he was preaching a wonderful message um, about, you know, God. And I was watching it, but I was listening to Charlie Brown's teacher, blah, 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 blah. And all I wanted to do was go home and just, I was tired. I just wanted to go home. And, um, all of a sudden I had these questions pop up in my, in my spirit. Who am I? Who is God? And what this, I'm sorry if this language is offensive, but what the heck are we doing together? And I thought, oh my goodness, those are great questions. I am going home and I'm gonna look up in the in the library. Somebody has written a book to answer these questions. And I was, you know, like almost woke up out of my out of my deadness, you know. And it took about three seconds and the Holy Spirit said, I wrote the book. Hello, I wrote the book. Um, and I'd been studying the Bible for a lot of reasons. I'd studied it because I was supposed to, I was a good Christian. I studied it because um, I wanted to learn more. I studied it to be a good student. I studied it to be a teacher, but I'd never studied it with those questions in mind. So I started reading the Bible to find the answers to those questions. Who am I? And it didn't take me very long to find the answers. Who is God and what are we doing together? So when I read the scripture, I would underline, this is me, um, underline, this is God, underline, this is, you know, this is us together. Um, and I have a revelation that I've never heard taught before. I'd like to share that with you today. Wow, that's powerful. That is powerful. Can I do that too? <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> of course I can. And, and our listeners can too, can they? Absolutely. Yes. The whole Bible is about relationship. You know, like, especially if you grow up in church, you look at the Bible about the do's and the don'ts and um, what you're supposed to do, what you're supposed to don't, and what other people are supposed to do and what other people are supposed to, you know, not do. Um, but it's all about relationship. It's all about relationship. And right in the beginning, it talks about our relationship and our identity. And if you can get identity and value, you can pretty much be unshakable. Praise God. Expound a little bit to me on identity. Identity. Um, I started in Genesis. First, The first verse is Genesis 1. Genesis 1, 1 says, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. And I'm like, oh, look, there's God. God is creator. 
So I said, okay, God is creator. That That's who God is. I got it. God is creator, big C, created everything. And then as I uh, continued reading, you know, I read that God created us in his image. And I went, oh, wait, that's me. I'm created in his image. Now, I personally believe that male and female both together uh, in the marriage relationship is the perfect image of God. Um, and so, you know, but I'm created in his image. So every time I look at God and see, you know, who he is, I can look at myself and say, oh, well, that's I've got his image, you know, in so many ways. So I'll ask you, um, when you think of God, who do you think that, you know, like, who do you think he is? Like, who is God to you, Miss Angel? Well, God is, I love God, and I think that he is the creator of the universe. He spoke. Um, I was made in his image. So he's creator. That's so he's right. the big C. Okay, so I, can I ask you a question? Just sure. much like, you know, and I have to be really, really clear about this. We are not God. You right. know, we cannot be God. But just like I have the image of my parents, I have I have my dad's nose and you know his eyes, and I have my my mother's feet. Um, we have that image stamped on us. So God is Creator. That's the first thing that you've mentioned. God is Creator. The Big C created everything. Can you be a creator? I can create things on the earth through the power of the Holy Spirit. He gives me um, creative ideas. And even with your natural abilities, you can be creator. Mm -hmm. I laugh and joke about it. I said sometimes, even if we create a mess, you know, it's like we can create. So it's the little C. So God is the big C and you are the little C. Can you think of another thing that uh, that God is? God is love. Love. Big Al. Perfect love. Um, I love the perfect love. Perfect love casts out all fear and we depend on his perfect love. Um, the big Al. So can you be love? Yes. Yes. You have a lowercase l. You know, we're not perfect. We're human. Um, but you can, again, create it in his image. You also are love. And through him, you can be perfect love, but only through him. Um, so what? One more. So God is, he's a good father. He's a good father. And um, and I don't know if you have children or not. I'm sorry. But can you be a good, a good uh, mother? Yes. Yes. So he's the big He's the big father, he's the perfect father, but uh, you can be the, you know, the mom that's a good mom. So here we got, okay, so we've got this pattern. So I'm, I'm, you know, marching through the scripture, you know, wherever God is, and there are very few things that, and, and some people would disagree even with those things, but, you know, um, his characteristics we can't be, but his image we have. So I'm, so I'm walking through and I get to Exodus, and I, I read about Moses, and Moses is told to do a really big job. He's told to go to talk to Pharaoh, which is, the, you know, the, 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 they think he's a god. He's the leader of the superpower of the world. And God meets him in a bush in the wilderness, and God says, I want you to go and tell Pharaoh to let my people go. And Moses says, I can't do that. And in effect, God says to Moses, well, it's not about you. It's about me. Well, Moses is smart enough to ask God a question. And his question is, well, then who are you? And I'm like, oh, ding, ding, ding. There's one of my questions. It's right there. Direct, who are you, God? And so God, do you remember this story? Do you remember who yep. God says he is? 
God says, I am that I am. I am. Mm -hmm. I just, I am. The capital I, the capital A, the capital M. And I said, whoa, God is, you know, like he, like I am, capital letters. Well, then who am I? Um, Lowercase, I am. It works for everybody. It works for everybody. You don't have to, you don't have to be a Christian. You don't have to be, um, you don't have to be rich. You don't have to be poor. You have identity. No matter where you are in life, no matter what you're doing or what you're not doing or whatever anybody thinks about you, you have identity. So I'm like, husband, I have just found the answer to, you know, like it's the solution to all of our problems. And, and he looks at me and I tell, you know, after I tell him all this wonderful revelation and he says, that's not good enough. And I'm like, what? What do you mean that's not good enough? Well, that's not what we think identity is. We think identity is what we do, you know, and who we are, the relationships that we are. I'm like, okay, all right, my husband makes me think better. He always makes me think better. So I had to go back to the Word. I said, you're not really talking about identity because I'm pretty clear this is identity. I am. I just am. You're really talking about value. So when people say identity, they're really talking about value. So I went back to the Word and I said, okay, God, what is my value? So you want to know what I found? I sure do. <laughs> so here's the question for you. When you go into a store, what's your favorite store? Well, I like bargains. So I like thrift stores, but I, I also like um, JCPenney. We don't have a whole lot of stores in Aroostook County. In this area. So. Okay, mm -hmm. so let's take your favorite store, the thrift store. Okay. Okay. Or let's go JCPenney. That works a little better for what I want to say. So JCPenney, you walk in, and I love the fact that you're a thrift store. I call it treasure hunting. You know, you have to look for, for the treasure. But you walk into JCPenney, and my guess is that you don't, you're not going to pay full price, no. right? But, but the question is, what's the value of the item on the shelf? The price. The price. So you've got the price tag. But if you don't, you know, if nobody buys it for full price, it gets marked down, right? So clearance, half price, 30% off, you know, um, orange ticket, whatever, 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 right? So it gets marked down until somebody is willing to pay that price, right? So big picture, what's the value of that item on the shelf? The value of the item is what it was created. Created to be what it created to be is a purpose, but the value of the item on the shelf, and I'll give you a hint: the the value of this item on the shelf is what somebody is willing to, willing pay, to pay for, for it. it. Mm -hmm. Okay, so somebody logic, you mm -hmm. know, yeah. don't ever say algebra doesn't help because it really is all about logic. <laughs> so if if that's the value of an item on a shelf, mm -hmm. what did God value? you what was the value that god placed on you it was his value for mankind is cost him his very life his very life for mm -hmm. god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son right. that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life the mm -hmm. father's value for you is the cost of his son's life and the son gave his whole life for you so can you put a value on that can you put a money value on that there's no value that you can place on that. It is priceless. So the value that God has put on you, the value that he was willing to pay for you is priceless. So your value is priceless. So you put the two together, identity and value, and you get I am, comma, lowercase I am, priceless, exclamation point. 
And there it is, identity and value. But the problem is that we don't believe that. That's the key. We don't believe it because mm-hmm. life tells us something different. Our, right. our bringing up, our family, um, we, so many voices that we have. You know, God never, never marks it down, never discounts, never, there's no clearance item. You know, um, there's something I like to, to give people to remember them. And the Bible says that the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure that's in a field. And a man found this treasure and he went, he buried it again, but he went and he sold everything that he had to buy the field, dirt and all, to get the treasure. And I always thought, okay, you know, me being a great Christian, you got to give everything, 100%, you you know, the kingdom of God, you can't mark it down, the 99% isn't good enough, you got to give 100%. But the Holy Spirit one day revealed to me that that treasure is also us, that Jesus Christ gave everything that he had. He became humble as a, you know, as, I mean, he, he was really, really big, and he was put in a really, really small, you know, seed to become what he needed to be so that he could give everything that he had for us. So I have diamonds that I give people and diamond stickers and I have a bracelet that says I am priceless because you got to remind yourself. So when things are shaking, the you know, the ground under you is shaking and people are rejecting you and life isn't going wonderful, you have to get back to identity and value. Who are you and who you know, what is, what is your value? I am priceless. So if I get up in the morning and a life isn't going really well and everybody is against me, I'm still priceless. I am priceless. It makes you unshakable. You hit on a key point is we have to believe yeah. God's word. And the enemy comes to us and he whispers these lies like, um, you're not good enough. You're not qualified enough. Who do you think you are? You're too fat. You're too skinny. You're too old. You're too young. You can't do anything in the kingdom. You're not. Who are you? Um, those are all lies. And he does that all the time. That's it. And he's always coming back and, and trying again because that's his, really, that's what he's He's good at yeah. He's good at that the um, lying and deceiving. And we have to be quick to recognize it and to tear it down and to say, "That's a lying That's spirit," a lie. because this is what God says about me. That's and it. And I am what He says I am. That's it. And I am righteous because of the blood of Jesus Christ. That's it. And I, I, we all tend to get a little perfectionist. Our identity and values, what we do, what we don't do, is kind of a natural thing. And, uh, you know, I'm, I call myself a recovering perfectionist, you know. <laughs> but um, recently I just, again, you know, like you might be a perfectionist if, and I, I had to admit, well, I still have that kind of hanging on. And at the same time, I was reading and remembering, as actually the Holy Spirit brought back to me, for without faith, without faith, it is impossible to believe. It is impossible to please God. For without faith, it is impossible to please God, Hebrews 6.11. And it says, for, for you must come to God and believe that He is, and I'm not doing it, um, this is in essence, it's not perfection, um, quoting it, but um, it says, for he who comes to God must believe that He is, okay, I said I get that, I believe He is, I get that, 
and he rewards and I'm like oh reward I'm all about rewards trophy you know an attaboy affirmation yay 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 okay what do I do to get a reward and then he says he rewards those who diligently seek him who diligently seek him that's all I have to do diligently seek him and he's been telling me over and over again he's a good God and his mercy endures forever so if I if I seek him I get his direction and I do it right yay God is good but if I miss it which I will at times but if I miss it his mercy will cover me his mercy endures forever you know so either way I'm good I'm good you know because in the Holy Spirit I've been having my my devotions every morning for months now he's just been saying come to me and you will see come to me and you will see come to me and you will see and how many of us don't come to him because we don't feel like we're worthy or we don't feel um, you know we've got that self-protection going on because we're not good enough and you know and, and all of those things that just come to us and he's like it's not about that it's about my love for you and your love for me just come to me and you will see the love of the Father. The love of the Father. Amen. Wow. And it is, you know, it is hard for the human mind to comprehend how deep and how wide that love is. Because I know in my own life, Joanne, um, I can remember when I wrote the first writing I ever wrote, The Love of My Father. Um, I, was, I was on my lunch and I was just praying and I said, God, it's just so hard to understand your love for me. I just struggle with that because I, my earthly father, um, you know, he was 50 when I was born. Mm. And um, I was the 14th child to my wow. family. So um, I dealt with some of those issues. I never really felt like I was wanted. Mm -hmm. um, 14 children, really? You know, I was like, wow. Um, so I did, but it was through his word That's it. that I learned who I was. He took me to the book of Jeremiah, oh. and um, he taught me a lot about who I was through that book. Yeah. So the, that word of God is, if I could give any gift to anyone today across this globe, it would be that word. It would be the word. And I think on top of that is the revelation through his word, because we can read the word and still be blind and still be deaf. You know, I read the word, I studied the word, I still didn't see that God in, is is all about me. You know, like I thought I had to be all about God and all about doing and all about being right, you know, and, and just doing things right. But it was, I never got it until I was mid-age. So my mission is to, to deliver what God has given to me, you know, through revelation, through the spirit, um, because the God, you know, he wants us. So, well, I hope you write that book. <laughs> and I hope um, you, I'm sure the Lord will give you the right connections to get that published because that is, um, that is a very big issue today. Um, along with our youth, among our youth, excuse me, they have, they're looking for that identity in what size they are, what kind of clothes that they wear, what they, um, you know, what they're doing, what their future is. And, you know, the Bible says man makes their plans, but God orders our footsteps. That's it. And as you said earlier, um, if we seek God with all of our heart, 
he we are his treasure and he is our treasure that's it um i love the the, the diamond I, I just wrote about diamonds i think this week so that sort of just made my heart leap yeah. a little bit yay um but i thank god that um that he changes us from glory to glory and like you said revelation the longer that you journey with him that's it's it. just a love relationship that's it just incredibly love relationship that's it um if somebody wanted to have you come to speak at their church or to do um a women's um you know, speak to the women's group or to the um, youth. How do they get a hold of you? Uh, Joanne Gray, Gilead Group Ministries. Gilead is in the balm of Gilead, the healing that comes um, from the balm. Gilead Group Ministries, um, and my phone number is 207-285-7986. Okay, and you um, are open to go all over Maine, I'm, New Hampshire. Wherever. I'm open to go wherever God leads me. I'm waiting for a direction. Amen. Well, we know that um, God opens doors. So I thank you, Joanne, for being willing because that is a real need among our women. It's a, a big need among our youth. I taught Sunday school. I filled in for a, a lady that was going to be out one and she had her class on sunday evening and they were about oh i'd say 16 to 18 year olds and we went around the room and every one of us um, spoke about something that we liked about each other you know mm -hmm. something but as one person said they liked your eyes so, um that person would say oh but look at my nose i've got a funny nose or look you know i'm my lips are too small. Everyone saw the, the flaws that was within them yeah. instead of valuing how God created them. That's it. That's and so it. Um, so that it was really eye-opening to me for, again, they were all Christian, yeah. um, but they were struggling with those same issues. Yep. So, Joanne, on that note, um, I would like to ask you to pray for our listeners today. Hmm. Hmm. Father, we thank you for answering prayer. And we thank you, God, that you have given us the opportunity to come boldly to your throne. And I praise you because you're good. And I praise you because your mercy endures forever. You're creator and you're recreator. And you do all things well. I pray, Father, that you would open the eyes of the listener, open the ears, and open the heart to understand who they are, and what their value is to the Father. God, nothing can shake them when they believe. I pray, Father, that you would reach into the deepest and the darkest places and bring light. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, again, that is Gilead Group Ministries, Joanne Gray at 207-285-7986. Well, thank you, Joanne. Thank you. And thank you, listeners, for joining me today. Tune in again next week for another broadcast of Destiny Moments.